What's up you guys? Welcome back to a little bit of life as you know, or if you're new here, I'm Alyssa and welcome back. We're not going to talk about COVID. We're not going to talk about the quarantine. We're not going to talk about the fact that we're all inside right now, probably celebrating No Shave November way too soon. We are going to talk about everything for all you ladies out there from beauty products, lady products, and awkward lingerie shopping experiences. So get your favorite snack, get in your comfy clothes, and let's have a discussion. So first thing I want to cover is beauty products. So there is always a stigma around women and beauty products. Like if you don't use a certain something, somebody glares at you, or if you're going to get a certain something in a store, somebody glares at you. It's like you can't win. And I definitely have been there. I've been in those uncomfortable situations. Um, not necessarily recently, uh, since the only place I get out to now is my job. Um, I am an essential worker during this time, but nonetheless, I have had those uncomfortable shopping experiences multiple times buying beauty products. At one particular instance was in a Sephora. They have these really cool masks that you can buy. It looks like a shake, almost like a, a chocolate shake cup or something. It's really neat and you mix the powder in with, I guess, water, whatever the base is that they give you, and you put it on your face, and it's supposed to turn into like this really cool silicone mask looking thing. And I was super excited about it, so I bought two of them. I bought one for me and one for my friend, Navia, who also does the podcast with me sometimes, and we did it. We, we tried it together. We did it, though, up in Kansas. We were visiting my best friend, and we took them, we made it through TSA with our face masks and did these face masks up in Kansas. So the face mask set, in, it consists of the actual mask. Like you can pick one for hydration, for breakouts, for detox. You could, there's so many different kinds. There's a bunch of different colors, a bunch of different cups, so a whole combination of things. And it comes with this application, this little spatula thing. I go, to the checkout with these masks and the person checking me out looked at me like I was absolutely insane. She was like, what are you going to do with those? <laughs> well, obviously I'm going to put it on my face. Like, what do you expect me to do with it? It looks like food. Yes, but I'm going to put it on my face. It was the most uncomfortable experience ever. It almost made me want to put them back. Uh, I really liked the way that the mask looked. It was different. It didn't just come in a sheet in those one of those tear off little things that you can buy anywhere else. This was a literal pour the mix in. You become a master mixologist in two seconds flat and you make your mask and you apply it to your face with this crazy looking yellow spatula. And it was supposed to be a really fun experience. But this lady just, I don't know, she was like sadness you know, in a way from, uh, what is that movie called? Inside Out. There you go. Um, please, somebody don't copyright me. But <laughs> I could not get over the fact that somebody in their own store would look at somebody like that, purchasing a mask like that. Like, you work there. Would you not know what product you have on your shelf? It's crazy. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the mask. I thought it was great. I was really worried because I've had a lot of really weird skin reactions to different things. My friend hers on and hers worked miracles. I didn't really see 
too much of a difference. I mean, I liked mine. I got the brightening one. Uh, we were getting it on an airplane, so I thought, you know what, this is probably the best idea is to get a brightening mask so that when I get off this airplane and put it on my face, I won't look like a total dead zombie. Uh, she got the one, I believe, for acne control or I don't remember, but it was it was it was a year ago. You guys, give me a break. Uh, but it was was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. But somebody in that store just had to give me the face, like, "What are you buying?" You know, like that looks super creepy. Why would you buy that? Because I want to. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, so yeah, and now I feel like there's so many stigmas around women and beauty products. I use a whole couple of different things you guys I have what I call a fast basket so my fast basket is my go-to beauty product basket I use them every single morning the exact same process every single time because I'm a working person I don't need to look like I'm fixing to go on the red carpet with the Kardashians it's not gonna happen I work in a pharmacy it's not you know a fashion show so I decided to have myself in a drawer in my bathroom a fast basket and it consists of foundation, powder, moisturizer, eyeliner, and a setting spray, and that is it. That is literally all I need. I do not need, you know, this whole 30 minute face action packed movie experience in the morning when I get up to go to work. It's unnecessary. I honestly just wanna get up and do what I gotta do and go to work and be done with the day. <laughs> um, it's already dreary because I have to go to work. So. I want that experience to be as quick and as possible as humanly possible. I like to sleep. I do not wish to get up and be up for two and a half or three hours just to put on some makeup in the morning. But for those of you who go into the store, do you ever feel like somebody is there just watching and judging you for what you're buying? Like Walgreens and CVS, Targets, Walmarts, whatever, you know, there's uh, L'Oreal, Olay Regenerist, Number 7. There's so many different brands out there and I feel like people go in and they buy these things and they feel like they're being judged by the people around them. Leave people alone. It's their business. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, if you feel like, you know, you're only 20 and you need six face masks and a, a facial cream and all these things to put on your face, that's your business because that's not my wallet that it's coming out of, so I don't really care what you do. But I want to just point out that I will be aging gracefully. <laughs> I have no intention of purchasing any crazy beauty products uh, when I start to show signs of what they would consider aging, I guess. I am not a huge fan of the aging line of, of, I guess, beauty products, but I'm also not a fan of people looking at you like, why are you buying that? You know, like, who are you? Get out. Um, on the topic of beauty products, I also want to address the makeup situation. Oh my gosh. So when I started wearing makeup, I was in my teens. I didn't wear makeup before then. And I didn't even start wearing like real makeup and foundation till I was almost out of high school. So I can only imagine <laughs> what these 10 and 12 year old girls are putting on their face now. Um, back then, 
going to the mall and getting like my favorite brand, okay, when I could afford it. So growing up, I had a job. Um, I was working at the age of 14, um, doing a lot of like summer nanny jobs, um, working at the martial arts school, teaching classes and stuff, and I would make money. Uh, a good chunk too from what I did and I would go and buy my school clothes and I would try to buy decent makeup and the few things that I did buy were from no other than the iconic Urban Decay and I could never get over Urban Decay stuff I thought it was like the bee's knees it was the coolest thing in the entire world and even like into my early 20s Urban Decay was still like a big thing for me. I would buy their foundation, the powder, the eyeliner. Kat Von D came out with her line and I was like hooked. Um, it was crazy. And then I started getting into more drugstore stuff because it was budget friendly. And then I kind of slid back over. So I've, I've kind of now found a happy medium. I sit right in the middle. I use a couple of drugstore things and I use name brand things as well. I don't have to have a full line of name brand items. But what I feel like happens is a lot of women feel intimidated purchasing either drugstore or purchasing name brand. They feel like they're going to be judged because their friends aren't using it or their family members said not to or they're going to feel bad because they went out and they spent some money on themselves. This is what I'm talking about. It's the stigma. It's crazy. It's kind of low-key unbelievable. I want to just tell all those people who think that they can sit there and judge you or judge someone else for what their choices are to just shut the fuck up. It's not their business. But I feel like anytime I go into a makeup store or anytime I go into a drugstore and somebody's like, oh, you're, you're buying that, you're buying that, you're buying that. I don't know. I, I don't know if anybody else feels the same way. I don't know. I could be crazy and that's very possible. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I feel like beauty products and women is such a big stigma and as a person who is almost 30 years old, I do not have a complicated skin routine and I definitely do not have a complicated makeup routine. As far as makeup goes, I do have a makeup channel. I do do a lot of makeup. I have a lot of makeup. I have a whole drawer full. Um, in fact, I have two drawers full that I use just for my channel or just for parties or just for special occasions. Um, and that's it. I don't use it for anything else. Um, other than maybe once in a while to have a lot of fun. I have done a lot of makeup recently because of the crazy virus stuff going on. I've tried to put more content out for my viewers because I feel like they need a little bit of bright light in their life and watching a crazy person do their makeup is, I guess, their, their hit or whatever. But point is, I want you as a, as a lady to just embrace whatever you chose. Okay, you do you, Glenn Coco. Nobody's gonna you know, sit there and have the right to judge you. You have to let them judge you. Um, the stories I could tell y'all would go on forever about people judging me and my makeup choices, but um, I'm not gonna bore you with all of that content. Instead, we are gonna move on to lady products. <laughs> this has been a topic I wanted to talk about for a very long time. We're gonna talk about all the nitty gritty girl. We're gonna get down and dirty. We're gonna go there. 
And I want to because I really want to bring to light the whole issue about uh, organic tampons, non-organic tampons, um, cotton pads, um, birth control choices, you know. I really want to bring this stuff to light. And the fact that these items are still taxed is absolutely ridiculous. I think, um, you know, we are something special and the fact that we're being taxed because our body has natural function is absolutely disgusting. Um, I guess you could say the same for toilet paper, but that's a competitive market. Again, just like lady products. So like, I guess every woman out there, um, you have a time when you get to go to the store and you get to spend approximately 15 to $25 on lady products every single month, depending on what you decide to use and what brand you decide to use. Um, I wish there was something more. There is a, I guess, a club like the Dollar Shave Club where they send you something. It's called Lola. Uh, they do send you things every single month uh, on a, I guess, on a frequent on a frequent pay cycle or something, they they send you something every 30 days in the mail. And it's supposed to be with, you know, all your lady items. But what I don't understand is why now, all of a sudden, after so many years, that something like this is being offered to women. Um, Dollar Shave Club, came out about 10 years ago and you know that's thriving so why couldn't something like that exist for women I am not embarrassed going to the store and picking up my items but I know I have friends that really struggle with that special time of the month and it's really embarrassing for them to go out to the store and purchase these products Um, simply because it's an uncomfortable experience when you have to buy you know, extra heavy absorbent pads and super plus tampons. I can completely understand where the uncomfortability would be. So why is a service like Lola just becoming a thing? Like who the hell didn't think of this sooner? (laughs) Um, Obviously I'm guilty because I didn't do it, but I just as a a woman, I would really like to see more of those types of things being offered. I still go to the store, like I said, and, and I purchase my items. Then we have things like the topic of organic versus non-organic. I did a lot of reading about these organic tampons. I went to Target and they have a line specifically that's sold there and they're supposedly really, really good. They help um, support really good causes in the community um, as far as uh, women and and all that goes. And I thought, you know what, this would be really cool. And they come in this really nice cylindrical tin and I thought that was like the neatest thing ever. I was like, cool, when I run out of these, I can use this tin and store more makeup in it or something, you know, I do something with this. And I started, I was in the store and I was, I put them in my cart. Like, I was like, forget it, I'm just gonna take the leap, you know? And I started to do some research and the real, the realistic outcome, uh, the I guess the consensus between regular tampons and organic ones was really nothing. Uh, I guess if you have a preference about how your tampon is made, then 
that's all you. If you have a really sensitive body, that's all you. Um, but I did reading and I was like, you know what? Uh uh-uh, uh, no, I'm gonna grab my tampons and I'm leaving. You know, like I don't, I don't need to use organic anything. I can just do this and be done with it. I'm gonna make, make my purchases and run out of the store. Um, but yeah, I, I've noticed that more and more and more where organic brands are starting to come out. And like I said, I have not a problem with organic brands. I think that that's great. Um, I eat a lot of organic food, but when you start getting into topics of products and stuff like that, the applicator for these tampons uh, was of course BPA free plastic, um, but I didn't care for the applicator. It was, I, I looked at it online cause I didn't want to buy a whole tin of these tampons and regret it later and not use them because the applicator wasn't, you know, what I wanted to use. So I was like, you know what, forget it. I'm, I'm not going to become one of those people that sits in target for 15 minutes researching tampons. So I put them back and got what I usually get. Now we have the topic also of the diva cup. That is a popular thing. Um, personally, again, you know, we're all about letting it all out here. Um, if this is too much of a personal topic for you, girl, bye. Um, the diva cup I have read a lot about. I have not personally attempted the diva cup, but I have a lot of friends that have recommended it. And I don't know. I don't know. And then on top of the diva cup, you have thinks, uh, underwear where they're supposedly leak proof and keep you protected. Those I am slightly interested in. And then I have friends and family, they're like, why are you even considering something like that? Like, that's gross. Well, you know, if you can't change your lady items frequently, it's kind of the same thing. Um, so I don't really know how that would work either. I, I'm seeing so many just different things. It's overwhelming <laughs> how many different items have come out, how many, uh, things are out now. Everything has changed so much in the last 10 years. Um, I know the diva cup isn't anything new. Um, I have, I've had a lot of, again, a lot of recommendations for it. Can I give you a recommendation? Probably not. Uh, I don't have a personal experience with it, nor do I want to put a flexible cup in my body. So we're going to say no. Um, the last topic we are going to pull on tonight is awkward lingerie shopping experiences and I only want to touch base on this because I was in a Victoria's Secret with my best friend about five to six years ago now I believe it was about that time and we were we were shopping in a Victoria's Secret in the pink side of Victoria's Secret and all of a sudden a fight breaks out and it's between two guys. And I could not for the life of me figure out why there were two guys fighting in Victoria's Secret. And we watched the whole thing happen. Of course I whipped my phone out and took a video. And after the fight was over, everybody was kind of standing around and we were all trying to figure out like what the hell just happened. And two girls that were standing there said that there was, the, the girlfriend was in the store 
and the ex-boyfriend and the new boyfriend got into a fight over the girl who was shopping for, you know, obvious reasons. And it just turned into a whole all-out brawl out. It was crazy. Um, you had to be there. It was quite a bit of fun to watch. But the whole ordeal really, I guess, struck a nerve uh, with, with a lot of people. They were like, oh my god, like this is weird now. Somebody just fought in here. I don't know if I want to like buy my stuff anymore. I was like, eh, it's whatever. I'll, I'm still going to do my shopping. But that was definitely an experience to remember. I probably will never forget that. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I want to talk about awkward lingerie experiences because we've all been there. We've all been in the Victoria's Secret with the lady measuring your chest with her measuring tape. And the first time I went in to the Victoria's Secret to be measured, I was 19, gonna be 20 years old. It might have been later than that. It might have been, it might have been in my like early 20s. Uh, I actually, yeah, I think it was in my early 20s. Um, I had gone, I, I had gotten really sick the year prior, so I had lost a bunch of weight and none of my stuff was fitting me properly. I went to like Walmarts and Targets and tried to buy bras and nothing was just good. Um, I was 140 pounds of just lean, mean fighting machine, um, huge, huge Taekwondo athlete at the time. And I had, you know, my, my back, my muscles were huge and my chest was small. So I was like, okay, I'm in this really awkward spot. Like, what do I do? So my best friend was like, Hey, I get all my stuff from Victoria's Secret. Why don't you go with me and we'll do a fitting. I said, okay. So I went over and did the fitting and this poor girl, <laughs> you could tell she had worked there for very long. I don't know why they would put somebody brand new in the fitting room, but okay. So we get to the Victoria's Secret and you know, they have their little, back then it was pink. The measuring tapes were pink. I don't know if they still are now, but uh, the measuring tape was pink. And uh, I said, hey, I'm here for a consultation. Well, okay. So we go back into their little, measuring changing room area and she's like so what kind of bra are you looking for and I'm like um probably something that's just not you know gonna drag me down I don't want anything uncomfortable uh, I like the t-shirt bra styles those types of things uh kind of do, I do a lot of sports activities as well oh okay so you want something with some support yeah probably okay so then we get to the awkward part of the measurement. And I told her, I said, hold on. <laughs> uh, now I'm this size and this, but I'm this size and that. Everything just changes depending on where I buy things from. And she looked at me <laughs> and she said, after today, honey, you're not gonna buy anything else but from here anyway, so it's okay. And I was like, oh, all right, this bitch is running my life now, cool. So she, does the measurement my best friend is waiting outside and this is the most awkward thing I've ever been through like in my entire life um besides of course going to see the the lady doctor every year um super super just you could tell she was really uncomfortable and it, I don't know if it was me or if it was her um I don't know if I made her uncomfortable or just because she wasn't there that long but anyway we did all the measurements everything was over and I thought for sure, I was like, 
my chest is not, you know, that big. I don't, you know, whatever. She's like, oh, well, um, you're a, you're a 36 B almost a C. And I'm like, what? There's no way. Like I buy a cup bras and there's still space. I said, how is that even possible? She said, well, she's her, her explanation was that, uh, the bras that I had been buying probably, uh, were not all that great and were probably marked wrong. <laughs> you guys, I almost, almost bursted out laughing. Like I couldn't contain myself. Um, so of course, you know, then they want to show you stuff. They're like, okay, well, these are the recommendations I make. All right, now we're getting the fun shit. You know, we can start trying stuff on. So the first thing I tried on was probably the most uncomfortable thing on the face of the planet. It was pink. It was frilly. It had lace everywhere. And it was quite frankly, the prettiest, most uncomfortable thing I had ever put on. I said, nah, forget it. Um, and then the next thing she showed me, she brought me like half a dozen things to try on. And eventually I found one that I really liked. It was from the pink line. Um, and I've been wearing that line since then. I love that line. It's probably one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, it was super awkward. And then, then, okay. So on top of that, she proceeds then to say, oh, well we have these come in matching sets. And I said, okay, show me what that means. You know, I'm, I'm stupid. I don't know what any of this means. So it's a bra panty set, you know? So she brings me underwear on a hanger and she's like, do you want to try these on? See how it looks with your, with your, uh, with the, with the top half? I said, no. Oh, well, you have to get them as a set. They look better as a set. I said, honey, <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> I don't need them as a set. I, I literally just want the top part. That's all I want. Okay. She has like a huge attitude about it. So she takes everything back. We, I go to the checkout. She said, I'll meet you up there. I said, okay. So I get up there, pay an unreasonably large amount of money for this apparently ridiculously amazing bra. And I leave. And my best friend was like, dude, that girl hated your guts. I said, yeah, I had a feeling. I don't know what all that was about. She said, yeah, this, this is obviously not uh, a comfortable place for her because you could tell she hadn't been working there that long. I said, yeah, obviously this is definitely not my area of expertise, but yeah, I couldn't believe it. And then going into like now going into like Walmart's target Kohl's, I get a lot of my underwear from there or even my bras now. It's just how it is. And <laughs> I go usually to Kohl's to get bottom half, uh, their top half areas, not bad. Um, but when I went in there the last time to Kohl's to buy underwear, we're talking about lingerie, of course. Um, I guess you could call it lingerie. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's a word means something to me, but I went in there and in, in Kohl's, if any of you are familiar, uh, with their, uh, lingerie underwear department, they have like these big circular bowl looking things. And there's like three tiers of them and there's underwear everywhere. It looks like somebody just threw them everywhere. It's quite a bit of fun. You get to kind of play, you know, research detective and trying to figure out what size they are and what print they are. And if you like them and they fit all the criteria that you have in your head, then they go in your basket. 
Uh, they have a pretty good deal. It's usually, you know, five, eight, or 10 or something for 30 or $35, which isn't a horrible deal. So uh, when they happen and those deals happen, I try to get as many as I can. Um, but yeah, you go in there and then <laughs> there's that awkward moment when there's another woman or a couple of teenage girls standing right there looking through the bin the same time as you. And you're like, oh my God, I'm like over 25 and I'm standing at this bin with these teenage girls and they're looking at underwear and this is weird and I don't know. So then I walk away and hope that they leave and then I come back and, you know, look for my stuff and then I leave. It, it just, I don't know. But yeah, definitely shout out um, below her uh, if you uh, if you have a fun story about lingerie shopping beauty product shopping or lady product shopping i would love to hear it um it, it's it's just i don't know <laughs> it cracks me up how times have changed <laughs> um i do a lot of my shopping by myself now or or with navia um my best friend has long since moved to kansas and I don't really get to shop or talk to her very often anymore. So we don't have these crazy stories to tell, but nonetheless, all the fun ones that we did have still exist and I will still remember them because every time I walk into a Kohl's or every time I walk into a Victoria's Secret, I'm gonna think about the fight that happened and every time I walk into a Kohl's, there's gonna be teenage girls sitting in the same bin and they want the same things that I do. So. Um, thank you guys so much for hanging out on the podcast with me. I hope you guys are getting through this quarantine the best you can. I'm trying to bring a little bit of fun and a little bit of life to your day. I am hopeful that things will be better soon. As a healthcare professional, I can confidently say that we are definitely not out of the woods yet, but as far as this portion of Texas goes, we're not doing too bad. Uh, I definitely cannot say the same for like New York City or New Orleans right now. And if you are there, I'm praying for you. You guys keep your hands clean. Don't touch your face. Keep it going. Just stay strong. We, we got this. We're going to get through this just like everything else. And then I'm going to come out with a podcast when this is all done. And we're going to laugh at all the crazy things that we saw during the quarantine. So you guys have a great evening. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned for more, of course, fun and exciting adventures here in A Little Bit of Life.